Napoleon Hill once said, Every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. And we couldn't agree more. This is Lift Me Up. We're here to have candid conversations about something we all face, trials and heartache. We're here to explore the positives that emerge from these things. We have a blast. Remember, no matter how tough things may seem, there's always a way to rise above. This is Lift Me Up. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lift Me Up Podcast. Your hosts today are Mike and Megan Jorgensen. And that is it. Nate and Cammy are out uh, gallivanting uh, in California this week. And so you get just Megan and I. They're out enjoying the nice warm weather. Yep, yep. And so uh, um, now that I'm back, uh, we just figured we'd continue and make sure that you guys didn't skip a beat and uh, get to miss our beautiful voices this week. So Megan and I decided to, um, after talking about... um, Last week's episode, which, by the way, Whitney did an amazing job. She did. She did a great job. She did. Uh, I think she's uh, filled the role as our um, substitute, maybe when we need to sometimes. <laughs> but I will argue the fact that um, I'm staying on for good. So is that okay with you? Sounds good. She was probably nicer to sit next to, I guess. <laughs> But um, this week, uh, Megan and I, um, again, after discussing what uh, we, uh, the subject of last week, and I missed out on that opportunity, there were a few additional things that Megan had kind of remembered that she was like, oh, I should have said that, and I should have said this, and there were just things that I felt like I wanted to add in, and so we're going to just briefly kind of touch on last week's episode, but more specifically... Uh, I think it's going to be more on the avenue of Megan and I's experience and uh, our family, specifically with our two boys uh, that we've lost, but also just um, how we've incorporated um, living Carter and Trenton's legacy into our daily lives and just yearly and whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. So, Megan, why don't you start off just kind of with some of the things that maybe had come back to your mind of things that you wanted to add in of how we as a family have uh, continued to remember Carter and Trenton um, each year and each day and that kind of stuff. So um, one of the big things we do, which is weird that I didn't bring it up last week, kind of spaced it or whatever, um, is we on the boys' um, birthdays, we go out to the cemetery and sing happy birthday and then do a balloon launch. Um, don't come at us for environmental <laughs> issues. There's only a few. Yeah. We don't do a crazy amount. Um, and it's just something that we've done since Carter passed away. And it's just nice. It involves, we t- you know, we invite all of our family members who live around us. And so, majority of the time, a bunch of our nieces and nephews come out, and 
it's just a an easy conversation starter to have with those little kids because our kids you know remember more but there are a fair amount of our nieces and nephews now that don't know who especially Trenton like don't know who he is at all well Carter mainly yeah I mean but some of them yeah Trenton and uh, included yeah I mean we've had <clears throat> we've had a couple of nieces and a nephew born since he died yeah so um you know they have no memory of him and so it's it's nice and it's a good way to reminisce and to just share stories celebrate yeah yeah it's kind of cool because they get to see the happy side of uh you know these nieces and nephews and we've invited some friends before right in years past that knew uh trenton but also that just wanted to be there to support us but um it's cool because you know they get to see the the happy side of loss and right and And we've tried to make um the cemetery maybe isn't necessarily the place where excuse me where we feel um feel the boys per se but we have tried to make the cemetery a happy place a place of um I don't want to say joy, but a place of celebration. Yeah, and and actually, a, one of the subject matters I was going to bring up was was how the cemetery uh, for some people is a place to go feel those like your loved ones, and right. like for me, um, I don't know necessarily that I've always ever felt their presence there. But I think it was more of just like, because we grew up going to the cemetery and seeing gravesides on a fairly regular basis, at least yearly, right? And Memorial you did, Day. Yeah. Fourth of July. That yeah. Kind of stuff. But, but that was not something you grew up with. No, we didn't live around any family, let alone around graves. Right. Family graves. Yeah. So like... Megan and I have talked multiple times about um, how like it is a, a peaceful place for us to go and right. to make sure that they knew that we're thinking of them. But um, but it's not necessarily the only place we feel them. And I no. think... No. I mean, I would... I think in the beginning, I probably felt the closest to them there. After Carter died, we went out Pretty faithfully. Regular. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just isn't some, a place now that I need to go to fill the peace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously early it's where we last saw or felt his physical body. Right. Right. And so, uh, now, you know, we're able to see pieces of them all over the place. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I've mentioned, uh, to you, but, um, also like for like my mom or even Trenton, 
there's things that we see that remind us of them and we can feel them close by because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for you, one of those is, is, uh, heart shaped rocks. That's yeah. kind of become your thing for Trenton. And that came out of no, like nothingness basically. Um, he died in April and sometime that summer I went with the boys and my mom to Bear Lake for just a quick overnighter. And I don't know what, what started it necessarily. I had never seen a heart shaped rock until that beach trip. Hmm. Um, and I, I mean, obviously I'd never looked, so they are around, which is so bizarre. But now it is something that anytime we go somewhere. It just catches your eye. I do try to find a heart-shaped rock, and I have a quite a collection of them yes, now. Yes, you do. I didn't realize it was that trip that when that started, I just know that at one point you had five or six of them, and you had mentioned. Yeah, I have them the, from all all over now yeah see that kind of stuff's cool because you can you can look back and and find those connections to that family member you know especially in our case of loss right Mm -hmm. um is feel their their peace and and just letting them know that you you know you still yeah it's just a little i mean i've heard other people call it like a smile or a hug from heaven or something, you know, oh, yeah. but it, it's just that something, a, a little physical object that just brings that, that person back to your memory for a minute. Yeah, for sure. Um, other ways that, you know, we continue to carry, you know, our boys in our family. Um, we still have Carter or, Nixon and Miles at home and they very much for the most part know who Carter and Trenton are. Um, especially they definitely Trenton. Know who Trenton. Yeah. Is, Trenton yeah. is cause they were, they were old enough to, um, see Nixon would have been four and Miles was what two. He Nixon said? would have just turned four and Miles was like two and a half when he passed. Yeah. So it's been four years coming up this April. And yeah. so, um, it's amazing uh, honestly, going back to that, um, it's amazing at how much kids understand though. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, uh, as far as sensitivity level for me is I vividly very much remember, um, that night after Trenton had passed, uh, Nixon, um, I don't remember Miles's reaction as much, but Nixon just fell apart and he just bawled. Yeah. And it was hard for him. And that, obviously, as a parent, not only are we already feeling emotional, but mm-hmm. um, we just we just sat there and embraced him. And, you know, we were there with him through a hard time together. And, and um, there's been, you know, personality changes for him because of that. Right. Um, but uh, we were all able to kind of grow together during those times, you know, more specifically. Yeah. Um, but uh, going back to like some of the other things that we we t- we regularly talk, I, I like you said, maybe not necessarily 
daily, but the conversation of Carter and Trenton are are wide open. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's not a subject that we hide from by any means. Right. They and they know they can talk about it as we about talk it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, um, we have pictures galore throughout the house. Right. Um, and um, on the walls, as well as in the little chat books that you've created for each child, really, through your Instagram and, and Facebook or whatever, and I've printed all those. Um, yeah. So uh, memories to kind of burn into the boys' brain as well as ours. Um, right was is kind of cool um and then yeah of course our our family wall we've got pictures all over of them right well I mean for me they're my children and so I I personally couldn't fathom not having them a part of the whole family wall at least um you know, and this year was our first time having to switch out the pictures yep. in on the wall. Mm-hmm. And it it was a little harder than expected just in the fact of those two their their pictures stayed the same while Nixon and Miles pictures changed and our family picture went from five to four and we still have the the five one hanging up yeah but it's not the main focus one yeah right um and just like having struggled with struggling with um you know i have a picture of the boys all together that is on that wall and I I have new pictures for that but I couldn't I couldn't yeah bring myself to take away that one of the three of them and so I left that one up there yeah it's same actually uh on my phone on the on the lock screen I have a photo of just the four of us, so yeah. Nixon and Miles and your, myself and you in the Bronco. But on the inner one, my, my home screen, I still have that old photo um, of us as a family. In fact, I can't remember. It might have been even one before that. I can't remember. But but again, it was the family of five. And um, I have the same kind of challenge. I, don't, I, I feel like it would be a disservice for myself to not um, – or to change that out so that if somebody mainly I want to open that door, I guess, um, if the opportunity arises to like, if somebody happened to see my phone and they, you know, asked about it, like, because I, I constantly, when people ask me about how many kids I have, I, you know, I've mentioned that I don't necessarily like to drop the bomb that I've lost two children because that's, Right. Kind of a tough dis- conversation, just mainly because it... It is a bomb. It, yeah, it makes it sound... I don't want it to sound pity party, right? Like Yeah, <sighs> it is a little But jarring. I also want to keep that door open because I want to make sure that they, you know... 
You don't want to feel like you're leaving them behind, as we've talked about before. Right. Well, and that's like my Facebook um, profile picture hasn't changed in probably five years. Yeah. Because it's a picture of Trenton and I that I like, and it just feels weird to like er- erase that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, with that said, though, um, you know, some of these things that we've been able to intermix in our in our life, like continue to have photos. There's nothing wrong with any of that. There's no. it, it, it helps us to continue to move forward, not move on, um, but it helps us to continue to move forward in our own, you know, abilities. Right. And and cope with um, with our situation and our challenge. Um, and. Um, like you had mentioned, um, in the last episode, uh, about how, um, it's okay to bring up somebody's lost loved one because you're, you're not necessarily, you're, you're making sure that they know that they are being remembered and, or that they are remembered and not forgotten. Right. From a, well, from not forgotten from an outsider's perspective. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily just, you know, family members or whatever. Right. Well, and not to pat myself on the back, but one thing that I do try to do is when there is something big, a death or a birthday or something along that line, um, I put it in my phone as a reminder and have it just a yearly reminder yeah. so that I can remember to text that person. Um, because even though I might not think of that person daily or even monthly or whatever, right. I don't want anyone to ever feel like their loved one is forgotten to the world as a mom that's something that's really um what's the word like hard to swallow is the fact that heartbreaking yeah yeah people's lives move on right after your life changes drastically but the world still spins for everyone else your world might have stopped (laughs) But everyone else keeps going, right? And you, that was like one of the big worries of after both kids died. Like, and we kind of dealt with it with Trenton because when Trenton passed away, I mean, we, we moved into our brand new home, brand new neighborhood, knew no one or hardly anybody in this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, in February of 2020 and then April of that 2020, he had passed. But, um, you know, when we went to our church and when we went to other activities during that time, I mean, it's cold and flu season. So Trenton hardly made a presence, you know, and so before he came, before he died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even in, in any other year, Right. That, that was kind of a time that Trenton went dormant yeah. <laughs> because we, we tried to protect his yeah, immune lockdown system. Kind of. And so there were a lot of people that, that didn't even get to know who he was. 
yeah. uh, in this neighborhood and in our our war our our church our ward family but um and uh that was that was hard i think for us in that sense because our world did change and nobody around us in our current sphere knew you know like it, it felt like he was immediately forgotten right because yeah. it was because he nobody knew who he was and right. and it was during the time of covid and so we were very upset that he couldn't have the proper funeral that he deserved because there were so many people's lives that he touched that uh were not able to even come or celebrate his life because of you know the lockdowns that we had right so it was it was a tough time for sure Right. Well, and, and we ultimately, we were surrounded with all these amazing people from this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, from our church congregation, congregation, um, just complete strangers, literally strangers dropping off meals to us. Um, they didn't know us from Adam, right. let alone who Trenton was. But it's that showing of support. Well, and the and and whether it was last episode or the one before was you know the we had talked about that our entire neighborhood um, on a Facebook group had said there was a family in our neighborhood that lost a you know a child, and we want to show support. And the entire neighborhood went through and put pinwheels up. A good majority, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Yeah, a good majority that, that saw it. But, I mean, we were able to, for like a week after that, just drive through the, the neighborhood at any given time and just right. be able to feel that love of people that we had no idea who they were. For sure. So, that I mean, it's it's cool. And those kinds of things help you to, con- to cope and to continue to move forward. And now... Uh, um, his his symbol, if you will, aside from the heart rocks that you've got, is a pinwheel. So anytime right. we see a pinwheel, or now for us, there's one always at our house, in your garden or flower beds or something like that at some point in time. Um, yeah, for us to just to, to just remember him, I guess, really. Well, and um. We already talked about this, but our anonymous pinwheel, fo- pinwheeler, <laughs> I don't know what uh, to call it. Angel, I guess, pinwheel angel. <laughs> um, so this past April, so I guess last April, um, our neighbors were brand new or oh, they, they yes. had moved in past like the summer before and so they'd missed the pinwheel explosion yeah and this was their first experience yeah. with that and that was that was such a like good conversation starter i mean we we knew we know them and everything yeah. but like to that it brought that subject up yeah and you know the wife made a comment like, cause they have a six year old too, that 
she was like, we woke up and he walked out and was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mom. The entire yard. Look is at covered. all the pinwheels. And, you know, it sparked joy in someone else's day. And that's, that's the, cool. And she was able to talk to him about like, yeah. this is why they do that, you know, and stuff. And. It's kind of the thing for the neighborhood kids now, though. They you've started to we, yeah. They know every year to come these. over and yeah. And Megan I'll will give hand them, out some pinwheels. They get one to take home and whatnot, which for us is awesome too. You know, we get to share that you know that excitement, that love for the purpose behind it. Right. Um, so it's kind of fun. Speaking of like symbols and whatnot, um, I think it's kind of pretty common for somebody to kind of create a symbol for each, you know, person or family member that they've lost. I feel like specifically it is when it's a child. Yeah. I know more people who've lost children that have something more of physical. a physical reminder. Not saying that you can't with a parent or a grandparent or anything, spouse or whatever. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think that's like a parent thing that you want to see your kid in whatever it is. Yeah. So let's see if we can get it here. But so Carter, his for us is more of a color, right? which is it's like turquoise an aqua. blue, yeah. yeah, which is crazy for us because it's interesting because... Uh, he was in the NICU for 13 days, and right. it just happened to be a blanket that was underneath him right. uh, that was that color, and we just, for some reason, fell in love with it. And I really liked how he looked on it, like it yeah. worked the with him, and, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And we still have a piece of that blanket in his shadow oh, box. His shadow box, yeah. Um, with his hand and feet prints. Um. But it's cool, like that. I mean, that for us, like, it, and we had actually wore that color to his funeral. Like mm -hmm. You wore a, uh, either accents of that. It was all accents, yeah. And I wore same thing, a tie or something like that of that nature. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, it was you know those kinds of things are again ways for us to to remember who they were and 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 just reminisce on them and then right. um and to. Uh, just make sure that you can move forward. Uh, going back to pictures, though, real quick, I thought of something and I forgot to mention it was um, something really cool that I thought was fun um, was after uh, Trenton, and we had done it with my mom and Melissa as well, as um, I had started a Google Drive folder named yeah. after them. And then I shared it just with any family or friends um, that, uh, so like for, for Trenton, we just shared it with all of our family, uh, both all my siblings, your siblings, your parents, my parents. And, and then we just photo dumped everything, right. which was super cool because you could go back and you could see a ton of pictures that I probably never even saw. Definitely. There was so many pictures that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And so like, you're fun. seeing him, you're seeing that person from a different perspective too. Hundred percent. When it's not a picture you took. Right, and there's 
uh, like with my mom and my sister, uh, Melissa, I think I'd done it for Melissa for sure. Cause I helped put together her or at least collect the photos for her, um, slideshow at her funeral. But, yeah. um, the cool thing about that was, is like some of her friends were involved in that too. And so you get to see some of those photos and, um, and just again, see them from a different perspective and the, just, it's fun to kind of reminisce about that. Right. Well, and we talked last week um, about, I think Cammie was the one that brought it up, um, about their friend who passed away and they wrote stories. Yeah. Yeah. About him. The Frisbee guy. Yeah. 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 So when Melissa passed away, I went out to San Antonio for two weeks to help um, her husband, Andy, um, with their three kids. Mm-hmm. And Melissa had some amazing friends in her life. Yeah. And someone did a book. And we actually got to be a part of that book. I think I remember. We that. all got to write stories. But while I was there, it got delivered. And so I was able to like sit and read all of these stories from high school and college and military life and, you know, just all of Mm. her, you know, her life there. I feel like there was probably even some from her childhood, but there were stories in there that I, I didn't know about her Yeah, and how that was really fun to just I had forgot about that. I didn't, I think we had even gotten sent a digital version of that at one point in time, but yeah, but the physical copy got delivered while I was there. And the greatest joy about, um, you know, reminiscing and, you know, remembering the legacy of the the people that we've lost is actually, there's a lot of joy in it. I mean, it Uh is, it is fun because you get to just, to bring the lightness and the the brightness that those people had right and and just continue to reminisce on that the funny stories and the and the exciting things and the thing that's crazy is every person has something with with that person like there may be a story about you or I or even Trenton like Trenton at school right like yeah the kids that got to I don't know why the kids that got to interact with um, Trenton at school maybe um, were influenced and they're going to have that story forever and we're never going to necessarily know it. No, but it's cool because that, that, that helped them. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think if you have the opportunity to sit down with somebody about, you know, someone and, and reminisce and, and, share stories man do it it's well it's therapeutic it's therapeutic for you and for them yeah for sure to hear the stories and to talk about it yeah even if they have very little stories about that person as well um even something that makes them happy about that you know your family member is i mean we still get comments about trenton all Mm -hmm. the time when we run into people um through the special needs community right. and, you know, make a wish and things like that. Like 
we still get those comments and we have close bonds with those people because we shared those commonalities with them and yeah they loved Trenton as much as we did right so so yeah I mean definitely take that opportunity so yeah uh what else what else uh are ways that we're able to to move forward but still incorporate you know our loved ones well I think a unique opportunity opportunity that we had was we had a bunch of metal equi- medical <laughs> equipment oh yeah after Trenton passed and you know obviously like some of it went back to um the health yeah like the rental place yeah whatever. whatever um but we were able to donate like his bed went to a young girl in our neighborhood. Yeah. And though they don't know who he is, it is like they sent me a picture after it got set up at their house. Yeah, they, they painted, painted it, it and, and like just yeah. took, took, took new it life. from, yeah. New life, really. Drab and to fab. <laughs> um, but it was really like, you know, gave you a little bit of a heart burst knowing that like that was his and now it now it's hers and like it's gonna help someone else and and not that it's his legacy but a bed by any means but like something that was physically his is now being able to be passed on there was that uh um what what do what do we call it? That the the his snuggie. wheelchair wheelchair blanket. I call it his snuggie. You know yeah. the snuggie that you put your arms in from forward and then it curls around your back. Yeah. Well, my mom had made one for his wheelchair because he yeah. couldn't put a traditional coat on with his harness and all that stuff, and she had made like a little foot pocket so that yeah. his feet could go inside and there was no draft from behind. Right, because it was really hard to get shoes on him too, and yeah. so. But that went to, we were able to share that with uh, another child, actually in our, in our neighborhood as well. Yeah. Yeah. A little boy. And I don't know if he's still, he might be too big for it now, but as of last winter, he was still using it and that was fun to Yeah. It was like double lined fleece. And I mean that, that was kind of cool because like we were pretty proud of it that, you know, number one, my mom made it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was an invention, <laughs> yeah. uh, a Colette invention. You know, when I was, uh, on a mission, my mom had made me a pair of PJs, pajamas what? and made her own tag that said made with love by mom. That's funny. So it was kind of like mom made that thing with love. Anyway, it was cool. There's my <laughs> tangent. Uh. Nate's not here. So we had a tangent for him, but. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, those kinds of things, like you can share, you know, share, you know, things to give away or whatever it is, bits and pieces of that, that person too. That's kind of a, it's right. kind of a well, unique we way. Were, for we sure. were given several things after Trenton died that we were given like patches. Oh yeah. So like, we have some really, really good friends. <laughs> I don't know cry why again. I, I choke up like all these times <laughs> that... Maybe you should tell it, but they had put together um, all of our family and friends and 
put together a fund, if you will, yeah. to, um, they got us some, uh, some basically some money for a swing set. Yeah. They bought the boys a swing set. Yep. And then, um, and on that swing set, we put one of Trenton's swings on it. He had this nice big flat swing, mm-hmm. uh, that he, we had put in our old basement. Right. Cause swinging was one of his favorite things. He loved it. But so we put that on there. And then they had also ordered um, street signs, custom yeah. street signs that one says uh, Carter's Circle and the other one says Trenton's Way, I think. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that summer, um, I dug a little trench and put it out in the corner of our our yard in our backyard and... Um, and put a light pole and put those street signs on the back. Yeah. So, so we always have that to remember too, as well to just in, incorporate them in our life. And I mean, people look, they look out in our backyard and wonder why the crap we have street signs in our backyard. Yeah. A random um, light post, but, uh, but it's kind of fun. Cause it's just, it, you know, we can flip that light on at night, which I hardly ever do. I uh, need to change out the light bulb. It's very jarring. It is very jarring. But um, anyway, so just fun things like that. I know you can just find little ways to just incorporate them into your life that helps you move forward, but still continue to remember it, right? I mean, it's in a fun way. Like a lot of people will put um, like big vinyl signs on their vehicles. Yep. And that's always a fun way. So it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, as extravagant, like a shrine or something. No. but just little bits and pieces of your life. I know after Carter for, for, I don't even know, maybe a year or two, I wore a necklace that had a little dog tag with Carter's name and his yeah. birth and death date on it. Um, I think that right there just more speaks to it. It's, it's hard to walk away and feel like you're not leaving them behind. Um, but as you intermix a lot of these things into your life to help carry them with you, it's, uh, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. So, well, there's, I know that there's plenty more ways to continue to move forward while dealing with things. Right. Um, but for us, this is kind of some of the ways that we've experienced in our life, um, going through, uh, losing two children and obviously my, my mom and my sister. Um, but you know, look for ways to, to incorporate that in your life and, 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 uh, to remember them, but help you to still continue to move forward. Uh, it is important to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still okay to have those bad days yep. and, and to, uh, go into more of a reminisce, you know, uh, situation. But sometimes when you do it with somebody, it's a little more fun. You can bring out just a little more happiness when you sit and ponder that person. So we appreciate everybody. I think we'll end it here. Um, we appreciate everybody uh, coming and listening with us this week. Even though it was just Megan and I, we hope we were able to provide some good insight. <laughs> we will have uh, Nate and Cammie back with us next week uh, while the, or when they get back from gallivanting since I got busted up for, for leaving the, the last couple weeks. Uh, I got to give them a hard time because they are just playing. Mine was kind of work. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, 
uh thank you please continue to uh like subscribe and and share and share the podcast with anybody that you feel may need a, a lift me up or a pick me up um, that's our goal we want to make this normal to just we all go through challenges and we want to just be there for one another to help them help yeah. each other through it so um we look forward to uh our future content that we've got with uh coming up um and yeah we will talk to you guys next week have See a good ya. this has been lift me up we hope you've enjoyed the show if you did make sure to like rate review and subscribe so more people get the content we can't wait to be back for the next show but in the meantime find us on facebook and instagram at liftmeup.podcast and the website at liftmeuptalks.online